Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in. Quick reminder, um, essay seminars are coming up and SATs and ACTs are back in action. So if you guys are looking for help with essays uh, for the Common App, for the UCs, for any of the private schools, just hit me up. Or if you're looking to review, if you're already my student, let's get these reviews done. If you're looking to get a little prep in, not my student, that's fine, hit me up too. Just a reminder. The next 10 minutes are inspired by a fish tank and a really, a really tough spot. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the engine. When I was in college, I had the most ridiculous setup in my room. So I lived in the, I actually lived in a seminary. So the, the rowing coach and this bishop were really good friends. And I ended up very, very much liking the bishop. He was a great guy. He was very kind to me. We always talked philosophy, which I was very much interested in. Really intelligent older guy. And so we lived in, in the seminary. It was, uh, it was under, underbooked at the time. So they had all these extra rooms. So that's where we lived. And I actually lived over the library. So not a huge library, but a big room downstairs. And I lived directly over it. Well, in my room... I had an 80-gallon saltwater fish tank. Now, you have to wrap your head around this. This was a four-foot-long tank. And I, I didn't have very much money, so I got the tank from, from a, a teammate's girlfriend's dad. He used to have a fish tank store. And so I got the tank for free. And I couldn't afford the $300 filter, so I had to make the filter myself. So I went down to the hardware store and, and did all this other stuff and, and boom, had this filter. So I had this tank and I loved my tank. I loved it. I had lionfish. I had pufferfish. I had clownfish. I had anemones. I had, I had all kinds of amazing fish. I mean, considering the quality of tank I had and the setup I had, I had no business having that expensive a fish. I mean, I had triggerfish. They were amazing. And we would feed them like goldfish and stuff. I mean, we were 21 years old. So if, if there was some event, we'd always snag like shrimp cocktail and a little Ziploc bag and bring it home for the puffer fish. I mean, they were our pets. I mean, the, the, a guy down the, down the hall had a, had a fish tank as well. And again, these were, these were the pets of like the team. Other people would come by and check them out. So I really cared for this tank. And, and man, if something went wrong with a tank, I was just a mess. And, and I didn't know what I was doing. I, even to this day, I realized that I have a propensity to not, not educate myself thoroughly enough. And, and it's obvious. It's just one of my characteristics. I'm a real aim, or excuse me, uh, ready, shoot, aim kind of guy. I always start moving before I know 100% what direction I'm moving in. And it doesn't take long to figure that out if, if we spend any time together. And that's, that's just who I am. I don't give myself a hard time. I've, I've accepted it. I just know when I'm doing something of consequence, I have to rein it in a little bit. But again, that wasn't what I knew when I was 21. That is who I was, but that's not how I behaved. I just didn't know. I didn't know that was me. I didn't know that's how, that's how I rolled. So I got into this fish tank and a lot of things went wrong. If you've ever tried to keep a normal freshwater fish tank, you know how difficult it is keeping an 80 gallon saltwater tank with coral and anemones and, and a community of fish, that's very difficult. So 
so things would go wrong and I'd get really upset by it. And I'd, I'd let it ruin my day. I shouldn't have, but I did. And my brother, who was studying psychology at UCLA, I, he and I talked very frequently and I talked to him about this fish tank. And when I was having a bad day with it or something was going wrong, he'd listen to me. And, and he said something that was very interesting to me once. He was like, you know, it may not be about the fish tank. What do you mean? He said, look, it's not that things don't go wrong with your fish tank. They do. But sometimes the things that you're upset about with your fish tank, you're upset about on Tuesday, and then Wednesday you just realize it's not that big of a deal and you move on with your day. It's like, yeah, but whatever I was upset about was still a problem. And he said, I know it, it appeared to be a problem that day, but it obviously wasn't like an overall problem. Like an overall problem would be all your fish died. That's an overall problem that you're going to be upset about that on Tuesday and upset about that on Wednesday. But a more personal problem is something that you're upset about on Tuesday. Nothing really changes and you're just not that upset about it on Wednesday. Like so nothing actually happened. Nothing physical in the world changed. You changed. You went from Tuesday to Wednesday. Whatever Tuesday had in store for you wasn't great. You went to Wednesday and whatever that was was better. And I thought about this and I realized, you know, okay, maybe. Maybe that's fair. You know, maybe Tuesday was weird and Wednesday was better or maybe there's something going on with me. Fine. That's fine. Whatever it is. And I kind of let it go. But I've been thinking about this a lot more lately. Because we've been in really tough spots, all of us, collectively. The community's in a tough spot. And it puts parents, in particular, of young kids in a very difficult spot. These are hyper-energetic, hyper-social little kids. My little kids are like six and eight and three. And so, you know, they want to see their friends. The three-year-old doesn't even understand why he can't see friends or go to the park. The eight-year-old gets it, but... It doesn't change the fact that he's struggling too, even if he's not sensitive enough to understand it. He's trapped at home with his brothers and his parents, and he wants to go out and explore and do things that eight-year-olds do. So it's a difficult spot. And, and I'm trying to be responsible. I'm trying to look at every day and say, okay, how was today? What could I have done better? If we have bad spots or bad days, and we, we do a lot more frequently than I want, so we're, my wife and I, we're always looking for ways to improve, improve our days. We're looking to establish responsibility for the outcome. And I think that's what a responsible person does. Responsible parent, responsible individual. What happened today that I disliked and what can I do tomorrow to change that? And I thank God I started this podcast when I did. Because I started it, in, I believe, February. And I've been doing it pretty much every day since February. So we saw this entire situation unfold. And I was doing these podcasts as it, as it happened. This podcast is not centered around you know, COVID or, or anything like that. But I've talked about it a couple times. And, and more than anything, the podcast has become my fish tank. In that, overall, 
every day I'm very happy to be doing these. But it's there every day. And as my life changes, my feelings on the podcast change. And I'm starting to see this. If I'm busy, I'll be annoyed that I, I have, I know I have to come do an episode for tomorrow. Or if I haven't published one for some reason and I have to get one done, it's 11 a.m., one hasn't dropped, it's Wednesday or something. I'm frustrated. Or if I wake up in a good mood, I'm inspired. I gotta go get on that mic. Gotta go say something. Gotta express an idea. It's me in a good mood. Me tired. I'm thinking about the podcast. I'm like, oh my God, I gotta drain some coffee. I have to come up with an idea. I have to come up with something. I believe genuinely. Because if I'm not genuine on these, there's no way they're flying. Everybody knows that. You could see through that in a second. And I've come to realize the podcast was like my fish tank. Yeah, there could be real problems with it. Maybe I really don't have a guest and I need a guest to interview. Or maybe I screwed up an episode and I had to delete it or, or something happened. There are those real things. But more than anything, it has become kind of a barometer for my life. It's become the thing that I can reflect on and say, how do I feel about this thing today? Because that will give me insight into what's going on with me. Because as much as I want to establish responsibility for things that I like or dislike in my life, I'm starting to realize, look, it may just be a Tuesday or a Wednesday. And I don't like thinking that way. I like to think, look, is it diet? Is it exercise? Is it sleep? What is it that's going on with me? Some days, I'm just happy about the podcast. Some days, I'm struggling with it. But it's having that fish tank-like thing. It's having the podcast-like thing in my life that's there every day that allows me that introspection. It allows me to see, oh, you're feeling rushed today. You're feeling overwhelmed. You're feeling inspired. You're feeling energetic. You're feeling any of these things. You're just in a good mood. Oh, maybe you're in a bad mood. Without this podcast there every day that I have to address, that I have to deal with, I wouldn't be able to see these things about myself because if I'm in a bad mood, I could blame it on anything. Maybe it was the yogurt. Maybe it was this. Maybe it was that. I need to change this. I need to change that. If I was in a good mood, I could blame it on anything. But I see my mood change towards this thing. And I realize now, maybe it's just a Tuesday or a Wednesday. Maybe you just had a bad day in a tough spot with your kids or things going on. And that's just how today went. You don't necessarily have to blame it on something. And I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful for this podcast. I'm thankful for you listening. Because it allows me to see myself in a more clear light. It allows me to stop thrashing and trying to find answers and just recognize that sometimes a Tuesday, it's just a Tuesday. 
So if you're interested in having a better read on yourself and the nuances of your feelings and the nuances of your behavior, find something like a fish tank. Find something that's just there that you're forced to interact with on a daily basis and think about how you feel about that thing every day and remove the fish tank or whatever it is from the equation and just say, these are my feelings towards this object. That means I am feeling this way. If you're happy with it, I'm feeling happy today. If you're frustrated with it, maybe you're feeling frustrated today. And if you can do that, if you can do it successfully and really think about it, you may be really pleased with the result. I'm Matt Todd, and this is the engine that drives me. Go out and crush it.